Welcome to Brian's Vinyl Records. I'm Brian Thomas, and today I want to talk about life in the digital world for vinyl record collectors. That's right, we do live in a digital world. Streaming services are the most popular way for people to get their music, even more popular than radio stations, more popular than CDs, obviously, and more popular than the vinyl records, and it isn't even close, guys. So we live in a digital world, and this streaming services aren't going to go anywhere. In fact, they're only going to get bigger as we go through life. And because of that, we shouldn't shun these streaming services. Yes, there are things that bug people about streaming services, and especially if you're a vinyl enthusiast or even a CD enthusiast. There are a lot of things about streaming that bug people. However, this is the world we live in. Everything is instantly there for you, and so we have to live with that feature. But I don't think that they need to be mutually exclusive of each other. In fact, I think that you can embrace all forms of technology for your music and enjoy each one in their own separate ways. And so I wanted to take some time today to go over vinyl records in a digital world and why I still use streaming services to help me with my vinyl records. So to start, I want to just kind of go over my history here. Now, um, many of you may or may not know I am a musician. I play guitar. I write songs. I sing. And uh, for a long time, uh, Several years ago, I was in a band that would play shows every, you know, week or two, depending on, you know, how busy our lives were. But we would get out there and we'd play and have fun. And it was a great time. And so I was bringing in quite a bit of extra cash at the time. I wouldn't say a lot, but it was nice to have some extra cash from here and there to kind of use on things. And I would spend a lot of that money on upgrading my equipment at the time amplifiers, guitars, microphones, uh, PA gear, sound stuff, all that stuff. I would sink a lot of money that I would be making at these shows into that. And so when that kind of dried up right around 2016, uh, I didn't have a desire to be purchasing guitars and equipment as much as I used to. I wanted to, but I couldn't justify it uh, because I wasn't getting out there as often anymore. Gigs were happening once every month or two, um, not quite the same level that I was used to doing where I was doing two to three shows a month. Now I'm doing one every one or two months and eventually to the point now where it's just basically non-existent, not playing out as, mu as much as I'd like or at all in many cases until summertime and, and things like that. And so what happened was, as those gigs were kind of winding down and slowing down, I would play a show and I'd have an extra, you know, $100, $150, whatever it was at the time. And um, I, it just started collecting up. And I started to find myself using that money on purchasing vinyl records and things like that. And so that's kind of how I got into it. Before that, I really listened to a lot of things on CD, um, Sirius Radio, and also streaming services. And that was just how I did things. And I didn't have a lot of physical media. A lot of my CDs were unfortunately in storage at the time. And my record collection was quite small uh, compared to what I have now. I'm thinking like maybe 15 or 20 records at that point uh, before I started going and, and finding records and spending money on records. So 
what happened was a lot of times the gig money that I would bring in um, would go to buying new records. So that's kind of where I stand on things. Now, I have been a digital subscriber to Amazon's music service now for the last three years. And I really like it. You know, there's a lot of good reasons why I like it. And, you know, streaming has a great place in society. It's a great way to get music to people. As a musician myself, it's the easiest and lowest cost way for me to get my music out to people who may want to hear it, right? It costs me next to nothing to put my music in an MP3 format and get it sent over to an iTunes or a Google Play or wherever you can buy digital music. It, it costs me next to nothing to do that, right? It costs me the, the cost of getting the service to send it over. And so that is a lot cheaper than me saying going out and buying 100 CDs, getting them printed, getting the packaging and all that stuff. That would cost me hundreds of dollars where I can spend about 30 to $40 and have my music available online on all the different digital outlets. So cost-wise, it's a great way for musicians to get their music out there to the people. Um, it's a great way for record companies to save money as well because they don't have to you know, spend a ton of money creating the packaging. They basically have to come up with a cover art and the cover art goes on the streaming service and they don't have to get the booklets or the catalogs or any of that stuff. So it's a cheap way for them to also release their music. So a lot of times you will find in this age where an artist will release some music and they won't have a physical copy of it right away. They'll wait to see how it does. And if it starts taking off, they'll spend some money and put the digital or the, they'll put the uh, analog or physical copies out there for people to get. So in a sense, streaming is really good for artists and musicians because it's low cost and everything else. Badly for musicians is that you don't earn a whole lot off of it. Now, I have had music out there for several years and I have earned next to zero dollars on any of my music, even though I can look at my play counts and my play counts are not great. They're not Taylor Swift play counts, but I've had thousands of people listen to my music yet I've not received much of anything at all monetarily from that. So there's good and bad for artists. The good, cheap way to get your music out there. If you're already well-known, great. You know, you're you're going to be able to do it. You know, look at Kip Moore, for example. He put out an acoustic album last year and only put it out digitally. It wasn't available on CD or anything else. It was only available digitally. It did so well, I think, for him that they decided to print it for Record Store Day on vinyl and put it out there on vinyl. And so, I mean, that's kind of cool. That that for him works really well. For me, um, you know, the sad reality is it's the best and only way I'm going to get my music out there. Now, I do usually print up a bunch of CDs myself, so there'll be CDR copies, and I do all the packaging and everything else myself and put it all together. So if you're at a show and want a CD, I do have them and people can buy them. But again, I find more people are interested in the MP3 versions or streaming it on a Spotify service like that. So good and bad for both artists, the streaming service is, but that's how it is. It's easy to get your music to people with the digital services much more easier than having to print a CD and try and sell it to someone. That's a very big undertaking. 
as an artist. So the only thing about streaming that I think is a major downfall is really the loss of the album concept. These days you'll see artists putting out a song, maybe two songs at a time, and then later coming back and putting them together as an album. Uh, in the old days you went into the recording studio and you recorded a whole album and released a whole album at a time. It wasn't like it is today where Taylor Swift puts out a new single and the album doesn't come out for another seven or eight months because it's not even close to done. And to me, it's a loss of that. And also, people aren't buying albums like they used to. You used to have to go out and buy. You could get a single here and there, but you'd have to go out and buy a whole album and you would probably end up listening to the whole album when you did that. And now you can go out and pick the one song or two songs from the artist that you really, really like, and you can download those songs only and never really listen to the rest of the album. And I think that's a sad reality of streaming services is we've lost the concept of what an album is. An album is meant to be a collection of music that the artist wants you to hear. And when you're only going out and buying two tracks off of an album, then sadly, that artist's idea of putting these songs out there doesn't really get fulfilled and that's one of the downfalls i think of the streaming services in the digital world that we live in and that's one reason i love listening to music on vinyl is it's not easy to just i mean it is but it's not it's a chore to have to get yourself up and go flip the record and once you put the record needle on you're probably not going to want to get up after one song and go flip it to the other side to find the other song you like instead you're going to let it play and you're going to listen to the whole thing at one shot. And I love that, right? I love listening to whole albums. I miss the days of people being in love with an album and not just a song. And that's why I love vinyl personally. That's why I choose to get my albums on vinyl because I can't, I'm not going to just get up and keep swapping out records all the time because I want to hear song A and song B, but not song C, D, E right? I'm going to listen to A through E in the order there are on the album. Enjoy that. Flip the record. Listen to F, G, H, and I afterwards, right? So the, the concept of the album is one that I love. And, and as a musician, there's a lot of work and effort that goes into creating an album that is your vision, your what you want it to be, what you want it to say. Um, songs get cut from albums because they don't fit the rest of them. Things like that. And to lose that, I think, is sad. And one of the major benefits of going with vinyl is that you're able to sit down and enjoy a full album experience the way an artist has intended it to be. And so that's one of the reasons I love vinyl records now is because I am listening to the album as a whole. I am listening to, as intended by the artist, their work of art. And so to me, that's one of the big things. So I want to talk now a little bit about how I go about my vinyl selections, right? Obviously, like many people, one of the main criteria for me in purchasing a vinyl is, do I love the album and do I have it on vinyl or want it on vinyl, right? I have albums 
on CD that I've had for years and years and years. And I have a lot of favorite albums that I really like and a lot of albums that I just really enjoy. And so when I see those um, for sale and for a good price, I'll usually buy those albums. A lot of fun uh, with going out and buying used records on a service like a Discogs or in a used a local record shop um, looking through used records is I'm buying things that normally I probably would never buy because they'll have a song I know on it and I figure, you know, what the heck, for a couple bucks, why not buy the whole album and give it a listen? And I'm finding that I'm really liking a lot of these artists' songs that maybe I never really gave a chance to before. So some of the main criteria I'm looking for are price, obviously, if it's a good deal, uh, and I know one or two songs on the album and I like them, I'll pick it up for a couple bucks, right? Uh, if it's eight or nine bucks, I probably would think twice about it. But if it's one to two, three dollars, I'll just put it in my bin and I'll, I'll buy that one. Albums I love. I, I'm obviously going to buy those on vinyl because I love those albums and I want as many copies of them that I can get my hands on, right? ACDC, I have all their albums like three times on CD in different formats. And now I also have them all on vinyl because vinyl's my choice, right? If I'm at home listening to music, it's more than likely going to be a vinyl record. So if ACDC is my favorite band, I want to go grab the vinyl record and put it on instead of hunt for the CD or listening to a stream of it, right? So that's those are some of the reasons I do uh, I choose to buy vinyl albums. Now, as far as new music goes, here's where the streaming service comes in, right? Uh, a lot of times I'll be driving in the car and the kids don't want to listen to my sports talk or my talk radio or whatever I'm listening to at the time. And they'll want to hear some music. So we tend to turn on the modern alternative rock station in the area. Uh, so shout out to uh, Go96.3 in Minneapolis. Uh, we listen to them a lot. And a lot of times we'll hear songs that we like and artists that we like. And um, the nice part about the streaming service is now what I can do is I can write down that name or try and remember the name. Uh, that I heard the song and I can find it on a streaming service and what I'll tend to do is create a playlist of um, albums that I need to listen to because there's songs on them that I like and then I'll go back when I have some time or I'm, I'm away from my house and I'll listen to those albums in the car um, walking any kind of thing where I'm not at my vinyl record station and I'll be able to listen to the albums and determine if I like it enough where I want to own it. And I really like that about streaming service and the ability of a streaming service, that the ability that the streaming service gives me to kind of pre-listen to an album, right? Do I like this? Um, I know I like song A, but what about the rest of the album? Is it is it something I would be into? Because we've all been there before, bought an album based on one song, and the rest of the album is complete different than that and that kind of turns you off so I love the ability to go in pick an artist that I've heard on the radio that I like a song of and then listen to the rest of their catalog or their music on that album and that allows me to say hey you know I I kind of like this vibe on this album I'm gonna go find it on vinyl and buy it so a lot of the times what I will do is when I'm looking for new music, unless it's an artist that I absolutely love, right? ACDC, Megadeth, you know, things like that. 
if it's an artist like that where I, I just I have to have all their catalog, I'll go buy that anyway. But if it's a newer artist, for case in point, uh, the Revivalists are a modern alternative rock band that have been around for several years, but I'd never heard of before. And now they're played the uh, Wish I Knew You uh, was a song that got them a lot of airplay in my local area. I really liked it. And so I listened to their album on the streaming. I really enjoyed it. And so I went out and bought that album. And then I saw on Amazon Music that they were having a sale on another one of their albums. So I picked that up as well. And it's really good. So there's an, an example of an artist that I would have never probably bought an album of if I hadn't heard the song on the radio, pulled it up on my streaming service, listened to the album, and enjoyed it. And now I own that album. Uh, Foster the People is another great example. They are a band that I probably would have never really given a chance to, even though I knew the song Pumped Up Kicks. Um, it wasn't a song that I listened to a ton. And, but the se- second album, Sacred Hearts Club, it it was a great album. I really enjoyed it. They had a couple songs that were on the radio from it. I downloaded the stream, listened to it, enjoyed it, bought the album, and now I have two of their albums in my collection. So I think that's a, a complimentary way for us to use a streaming service to determine if a vinyl record is worth buying. Other um, ways that I do it too, I'm involved in a bunch of um, vinyl record community pages on Facebook and on uh, Instagram, things like that. And they'll post some things I've never heard of before. Things that maybe I'm interested in but never knew existed. And having the streaming service allows me now to go out, find a lot of those albums, and listen to them and determine if I want to seek out that record, right? Do I want a copy of Badlands featuring Jakey Lee from the Ozzy Osbourne band? Heck yeah, I do. But did I know that before? I didn't. I hadn't heard of Badlands before. I didn't know Jakey e. Lee had this band. But it was posted on one of my vinyl groups, and people were raving about it. And now I know that I like it, and I want it. Now, of course, that one costs a lot, so I'm unfortunately probably not going to get that one. But I know that I like it, and I would love to have it, so I can keep an eye out for it now if it gets a reissue and see about that. So I do love the streaming services for that. Streaming is, um, I think, a good thing, right? I think it introduces people to music that maybe they weren't going to listen to before. Suggested artists pop up when you um, are part of these streaming services based on what you're listening to. It gives you an option to check into different things. What I love to do on my streaming services, I like to go into the new release section of the um, app and just kind of scroll through that and see if there's anything that catches my eye pop it on my playlist to listen to later and go and revisit that and kind of listen to new records it's a great way to do it i wouldn't be able to do that otherwise because i can't just go to a record store grab a brand new album that looks cool and place it on a turntable and decide nah i don't want that i have to either buy it to listen to it or i go to my streaming service and listen to it so i think it's a very complimentary thing for vinyl enthusiasts to have is a streaming service that they can go to listen to an album determine if they want to buy it and then you buy it if they do so i think that's cool now a lot of the debate about streaming services is that it just doesn't sound as good and you know what on streaming services 
to someone who can hear those things, it probably really doesn't sound that good. It's compressed. It's a compressed media. In order for you to be able to stream it, they have to shrink some of the stuff down. And you lose some of the quality of the music that way. It's just how it's going to be. But uh, it's actually gotten so pretty good these days where you can get some great sounds on digital media. It will never equal what you can get from an analog source, from a vinyl source, or even a digital CD, which can house a lot more on it. Um, those two will always be superior, I believe, to streaming until data and size doesn't matter and we can have lossless streaming going on at high speeds and nobody cares. Until that happens, a vinyl record is going to sound warmer you're going to hear much more of what the artist intended you to hear while listening to a vinyl record compared to a stream of the same song. Um, you'll hear all the different instruments, all the different tones, everything that you're supposed to hear will be there on the vinyl or the digital CD when they won't be on the stream. But for just hanging out, throwing on your Echo or your Google Play device, it's a great thing to have. I like the streaming services. I enjoy the streaming services. And um, I think they complement vinyl record collecting quite well. I use them all the time to complement my collection, to determine what records I would like to include in my collection. That's how I do it. I love being able to revisit some old bands that I maybe didn't give so much love to back in the 90s when they first came out. And now I can go back, listen to them, and determine if yeah, I was right not giving them love. Or, man, I really should have paid attention to these guys and, you know, bought their albums back in the day. Because now it's going to cost me a fortune, unfortunately, to buy them. But um, those are kind of things that I like to do. Also, there are albums that probably will never be re-released. You've heard me talk about it in my blogs. You've heard me talk about it online, on Facebook, everywhere. Motley Crue's 1994 album... I just don't think that's ever going to get re-released because I don't think Vince, Neil, and Nikki Six will allow it to happen, sadly. So I'm not going to be able to buy that on vinyl because I don't have two to $300 to spend on getting a copy. I don't think personally that I would ever want to spend that kind of money on a record unless somehow I became suddenly rich. And in that case, I would probably buy it. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. So I'm going to stick with the fact that I probably will not own the 1994 self-titled Motley Crue album featuring John Karabi on vocals anytime soon. And thus, I have my CD, but even better, I can pull it up anytime I want on my Amazon Music Unlimited app and listen to it and be happy because it's there. And so I... You know, there's great things about streaming services. There's not so great things about streaming services. But I'm glad that we live in a world where it is an option for me as a vinyl enthusiast and vinyl lover, and especially a music lover, to have the option to go to a streaming service and listen to music when I'm on the go, not at home, or when I want to hear an album from an artist that I think I might like. So there you have it. That is my take on vinyl in a digital world and streaming services and how they complement each other i hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode i'd love to hear from you your thoughts on this as well please don't hesitate you can send me an email brian's vinyl records 
at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. Just search for Brian's Vinyl Records. You can find me on Twitter, Brian's Vinyl Rec. You can find me on Instagram, Brian's Vinyl Records. I have a blog on blogspot, brianesvinylrecords.blogspot.com. And I also have a website, brianesvinylrecords.com. You can find me and reach me on any of those outlets. I'll be happy to talk music with you, vinyl with you, anything that you want. So please, please feel free to reach out. If you enjoy this podcast, and I hope you do, please leave us a comment on iTunes or whatever service you're using to listen to this on. Let them know that you like the show. Give us a five-star review or a four-star if you think we're doing pretty good but not great. So I hope you enjoy the show. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Hit me up on social medias. I'm always here. I love talking music. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep spinning vinyl, friends. (laughs) 